1: Good morning. It's Wednesday, November 28. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky D'Olivera.
0: I'm Japheth Oliveira, and let's pray for today. Heavenly Father, just want to thank you for today, middle of the week. I want to thank you, Lord, for the opportunity just to uh, pause a little bit uh, before we uh, dive into all that you called us into and all that we have going on today, all the pressures that we have. I ask, Lord, for your wisdom, for your guidance, for your blessing um, as we reflect on this passage one more time, uh, give us fresh insight and uh, application. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. New Testament for everyone, the NTE today. Love that. Luke 6, 43 to 45, no subtitle. Yeah. You see, no good fruit bears bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree is known by its fruit. You don't pick figs from thorns, nor do you get grapes from a briar bush. The good person brings good things out of the good treasure of the heart— the evil person brings evil things out of evil. What comes out of the mouth is what's overflowing in the heart.
0: All right. I like that. What comes out of the mouth is what's overflowing in the heart. Good. And here's the question for today. Uh, discuss a time when appearances deceived you. Discuss a time when appearances deceived you. Oh. Oh.
1: I think appearances deceive me all the time. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think that probably wow. most of us would have to if you think about it, agree that you're always looking at situations yes. and people. Yeah, and you're looking at them through the lens of your own perceptions and biases and background and assumptions. Oh, okay. So every So you're always deceived. You're never uh-huh. seeing the full picture. And I can think of an example. It's one that I always use if somebody asks me this question, which is not that often, but, okay. you know, hey. <laughs> um, it's that when I was speaking in Australia four and a half years ago, um, I was on a panel, and I was talking, and there was someone in the audience who was glaring at me. Oh, yeah. And it actually really rattled me, the fact that this person was just staring me down in this really intense <sighs> and what I took as malevolent way. Oh. And it even made me kind of backtrack on some of the things I was saying and oh. kind of soft pedal in different mm. ways and kind of try to make this mm. person stop being so angry with me. And after I finished the panel, you know, I was talking mm. to people. He approached me. It turned out that he was deaf. And that what he was doing was merely trying to read my lips. Oh, my goodness. Um, He wasn't angry with me at all. Um, And we had a nice conversation. He was a very friendly, nice person. But I here I'm thinking that this person just hates me and is really angry. And it it taught me to not make or to try not to make those kinds of assumptions without having more facts. To not tell myself a story about what's going on without actually knowing. That was just something I was making up in my head.
0: What about... What about if you if you have somebody in the congregation when you're speaking or somebody in an audience and they place their fingers in their ears? Oh, yeah, you've
1: had that happen before.
0: Yeah, that, that's a. Uh, well, there could be
1: things going on. They could be feeling some weird ear pressure. They could, yeah, you know, okay. having. I have that's many good. ears, that's so good. I could see. I, I probably wouldn't stick my fingers in my ears in the middle of something. All right,
0: I will try to do well, that I'll next could, time somebody they could places be their fingers in their ears. ear
1: yes. pressure issues,
0: or,
1: <laughs> or it could be that the sound that they have a hearing aid that's bothering. I don't know. Or it could be that they hate you. I, and I mean that those things are all always possibilities.
0: Discussive uh, time when appearances deceived you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, that just it, it stumped me because I, I I don't know maybe it's because I've just gone so black and white thinking about that. Just like I'm thinking like somebody's going to be covertly <laughs> dressed in a particular way. And,
1: well, and appearances and, can deceive you whenever you make a big decision in your mm-hmm. life. If you're taking yeah. a job, for instance, you go in and you yeah. interview and you meet people and you think that you know. What they're like and that can be wrong you can think hey this is a great group of people who work really well together and you can come to the job and find that that's not the case I've had um, I, think, know, I think you've had no, situations no, no. I've like had, that i've
0: had lots of conversations <laughs> with people where i think that i've misunderstood uh what was going on and or things have just gone off off plate you know in an entirely different direction i had no idea i've been in a, in a room uh in a group setting and Suddenly, somebody just says something, and and the whole group turns around, and we suddenly realise, oh, nobody knew that this person was thinking this, or feeling this, or felt this way. Right, you, you know? can
1: assume that everyone's on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
0: there was a there was a moment for us. Um, I remember once uh, a, f- a group of us were sitting in a room and, and we were talking about how we felt like something epic had taken place in our lives. And we talked about, oh, yeah, this was this is a moment where uh, a line in the sand was drawn. And, and literally, like half the room was like, what, what line in the sand was drawn? And, and we were like, yeah, it's, it's happened. And, and it was just this kind of contrasting moment where clearly,
1: yeah, it was you, just like you can assume that everyone difference. sees things the same way that you do. Um, yeah. You see this a lot in political discussions where people yes. will make assumptions that, hey, you're my friend and I like you, so you must think the same thing that I do about this thing. And then they're shocked to find out, oh my goodness, this person I don't think of as a bad person is completely on the other side of something. So I think we yeah. often I think, make assumptions I think,
0: like that. Uh, I think that uh, when I was a kid, um, it reminds me of that story when I was a kid uh, where I was – at this new school, when I was like, I think I was like seven, eight, nine, seven, nine years old, and um, do you remember that story where I, I was playing, I told you the story where I was playing ring a ring of poses, you know, and you, you, horrible, horrible rhyme, right? Yeah, uh, start the bubonic plague. The uh, bubonic plague. And um, and so we're, we're holding hands, and what you do as kids, you hold hands, and you sing this, this, this thing about the plague, and then... <laughs> and then
1: ashes, ashes, we all fall and down. Then we all
0: fall down, and that kind of stuff but this uh this kid's hand that i was holding next to me uh called me a fatso mm. and i had no idea what fatso was right mm-hmm. i knew what fat was i didn't know what a so was i didn't know it was, it was a pig right so i was mm-hmm. like well i just knew it was like it was supposed to be offensive but the thing is they held my hand and we were playing and we were just like you know running around and it was like fun and so i had no idea they were like pretending to be a friend, pretending to be like...
1: Maybe they were from one of those cultures where it's acceptable to call people fat. (laughs) (laughs) You know how there are cultures. I was laughing about this last week in Uh, class because my professor, who is from one of those uh, cultures evidently, uh made some comment about, oh, you, so-and-so, you are the fattest person in this class, right? And then he looks around the room and he says, oh, no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like he realized there are at least a couple of other people who are fatter and we were all sort of Oh, no. oh that's an interesting thing to say well, to a I was, group of people. I was people. doing a week
0: of prayer in Thailand and uh and I remember what the first night uh, the group had said to me, so uh, how are you getting home? And I said, oh, you know, I have a bicycle. And uh, they,
1: they... They laughed at you, they right? The idea laughing. that you were fat and that you they, were riding a bicycle. And then they, they
0: all came out to watch me. <laughs> yes. Right? And they are laughing, like, I mean, on the floor, rolling around.
1: Yeah, so the thing is culturally... And laughing,
0: I'm just like... You can I'll make assumptions. Before, like, that guy.
1: <laughs> Appearances are deceiving because people have different standards for what they think is appropriate. We don't tend to openly <laughs> laugh at people for their weight or comment on it, at least not... If we're oh, no, well brought no, up we don't no, well, but no. other places it's not a big deal you're just pointing I'll out something that. that is evidently true and you know whatever yeah <laughs> but I, I
0: think also the other thing is that you know uh, uh appearances uh, when they deceive you is that it, obviously I feel like it should be a negative thing right it's that something happens and maybe the question's leading that way or what, why I feel it's leading that way it's like something happens, you see something, and then it's like you're deceived and something bad happens. Because I feel like you're deceived into something bad as opposed to... Oh, but
1: you could be deceived in good ways. Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, and I don't feel like... Well, because I think
1: that's... Like, there are situations in which I don't mind being deceived. I don't, for instance, necessarily want to know precisely what everyone thinks about me. (laughs) I don't need to know that. I can be deceived about that. And if it makes my life easier, you know, that, that works. Yeah,
0: I just... I just thought uh, I discussed a time when appearances deceived you and appearances deceived you. I'm like, mm, I just feel like deceive, deceiving is not a... Uh, I don't like to be... De- I you don't, don't feel like the, like the it's word a, deceived? Well, what well, if it was I like differently? I, I don't feel like deceiving is going to be a, a good thing. Dis- so,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: So I feel like this is actually saying there are times when you see something, you meet something, you, you have a conversation with someone, and it turns out to be far worse. Well, and if you're um, making
1: decisions in your life based yeah. on erroneous information i think that would be the well, issue so you you were deceived by the appearance of a thing and you act yeah. on the basis of your interpretation and you were wrong it's, about that it's
0: difficult i've sat down you know i've sat down with uh, couples lots and lots of couples and marriages and all sorts of stuff and and th- sometimes you hear the most bizarre stories you know where people suddenly find out that they uh, they are married and then and they've got other partners that they're married to in other ah, places you know be. for many years and they've lived these dualistic lives mm-hmm. and it's just like the tragedy of it all and so yeah there are this kind of like context inside there well oh heavy heavy stuff so uh think about this uh, with your friends discuss a time when appearances deceived you hopefully it's a funnier rather than heavier but maybe it's a heavier one but uh, it talks back to the text about uh, whatever comes out of the mouth and whatever's overflowing in the heart uh, should be uh, rooted well. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.